Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. What is a broken plot? It's when a story starts out focusing on one conflict and then shifts to another conflict, maybe a third or more. But before we can talk about fixing a broken plot or avoiding it completely, we need to get clear on three things. What plot is, what conflict is, and how they interconnect. All that and more on today's episode of Writer Unleashed. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. is a broken plot. A broken plot is a pretty common pitfall writers fall into when they start out with one conflict, but then they lose confidence in their ability to drive that conflict forward through a set of actions. And so they move on to a different conflict. And for the reader, this is disorienting because they don't know where to focus. They're not being anchored or guided through the story because there's more than one story happening and the emotional through line is fractured. So let's talk about how we can fix a broken plot and even avoid it altogether. First, what is plot? Plot in its simplest form is built around character desire and resistance. In other words, Plot is structured around conflict, and that conflict is revisited over and over in different variations, different event sequences, confrontations, and actions until that conflict is resolved one way or the other. So your character comes into the story already wanting something. And by the end of the story, your character will either get what he or she wants or not. So if your character comes into the story wanting to save his marriage, the implicit question that's driving the reader page by page will be, will he save his marriage or not? By the end of the story, it's either a yes or a no. And up until that point, your character will confront and overcome obstacles that are thwarting that desire. And the purpose of plot is to dramatize that 
conflict. So the next question becomes, what is conflict? Conflict is one of those abstract writing concepts that needs more definition. And sometimes the conflict on the page feels manufactured or you see it as just another requirement of your story rather than an evolving pattern tracking desire and resistance, which is why you might wind up with a broken plot. Conflict is any relationship of opposition. It's not good versus bad. It doesn't have to be contentious. And characters don't have to literally fight to resolve conflict. They don't even have to hate each other. Even people who love each other are in conflict on a daily basis. So conflict is everywhere, right? Your husband wants the new red velvet love seat in the living room. You want it in the den. You want your kid to catch up on his late algebra assignments so he can graduate in June, but he wants to binge watch the Umbrella Academy. You lost your job last year during the pandemic, and you're worried about keeping your house. Conflict. Now, our knee-jerk response in real life is to try to avoid conflict. We try to appease people, we compromise, we try to keep the peace, and sometimes during conflict, we are polite. But we also thrive on conflict as long as we're watching it from the sidelines. So think of the George Floyd trial that's going on live on television right now. We have the prosecution and we have the defense. The prosecution wants a guilty verdict. The defense wants a not guilty verdict. Now, both are in direct opposition. And you can see that conflict dramatized over and over and over in different variations through different witnesses, through different angles of perception and cross-examinations, day by day, witness by witness, video by video. And you can see how each side is interfering with the other's desired outcome. Sometimes it looks like a win for the prosecution, and sometimes it looks like a win for the defense, and the balance of power is always shifting. But our characters can't stay on the sidelines in a story. We have to have our characters confront opposition head on to get in the dirt with whatever or whoever's interfering so they can pursue what they want despite resistance all the way to the last page of your story. That is the essence of plot. So to avoid a broken plot, you need to get clear on two things, what your character wants and what's interfering. What's the resistance? So what does your character want? Everything you include in your story will be in some way significant to your character's core desire. If a scene or a description or flashback or even your character's job is not related to his or her desire, it doesn't need to be there in the story. Now that character will enter every scene wanting something. He might want to make up with his wife or seduce someone or just cross the street, but whatever that character wants, 
it has some relationship to that core desire. And scene by scene, the balance of power will shift between your main character and the opposition. So conflict is when two opposing forces interfere with each other. So here are five questions to explore so you can keep your plot from breaking. Question one, what does your main point of view character want? What's the thing, the person, or the outcome he or she wants to get by the end of your story? So with Anna Karenina, Anna wants to be with Vronsky. Question two, why does your character want what she or he wants? Anna wants true love. She's in a cold, loveless marriage, and she wants true love. Question three, what's the opposition? What forces are interfering with your character getting what he or she wants? So opposition can be another character, it could be conflicts within your character, and it can be outside the character. It can be environment, the social structure, a system, or belief that your character has bought into. It could be Catholicism, or Scientology, capitalism, the American dream, and and so forth. So we can create conflict between characters, within characters, and outside characters. So what's interfering with Anna's desire to be with Vronsky? Well, for one thing, she's married, and he's not a bad husband. In fact, he's a prominent, honorable man. But she's also up against the societal mores of the time she's living in. So in imperial aristocratic Russia, divorce is not easy to get. And in the late 19th century, divorced women are ostracized from their society. Question four, what does your antagonist want? Anna's husband wants her to stay and he threatens to take her away her son if she leaves him. Question five, how does your main character interfere with the opposing side? So Anna, in defiance of her husband, carries on an adulterous affair with Vronsky. So in a story, you need to pick one core conflict and stay with it. Your character will ardently pursue what he or she wants despite obstacles, and the conflict will be revisited obsessively in different variations until it's resolved one way or the other. So number one, what does your main character want? Number two, Why does he or she want it? Number three, what or who is interfering? Number four, what does your antagonist want? And number five, how is your main character interfering with those opposing forces? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. As always, the conversation continues on our free private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. So head on over there and join. It's totally free. And if you're listening on Apple, please consider leaving a review. I consider this podcast a co-creation between you and me. So your feedback means a lot to me so I can deliver the content that you need most. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, 
keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.